Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead and go to Genesis 24 this morning. And it is, uh, my lot has fallen to teach on the subject of uh, what is meditation? What is meditation? All right, Genesis 24, we're going to read and uh, park, and we're going to try to get you just shut down at 11, stay on schedule, so you help me pray towards that end. We're going to read half of a verse, Genesis 24, first part of verse number 63. The Bible says, and Isaac went out to meditate in the field at eventide. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at eventide. Now, by way of introduction, let me say that God uh, has always called me to do things that I could not do. <laughs> Amen. He's always called me to something bigger uh, than I was. I remember, uh, just, just this is not my notes, but I won't charge you any extra. Amen. I remember as a young person, as a, as a kid, uh, the, the city dump in Asheville where I, where I grew up was out by the Craigie prison. And I remember getting chill bumps and just a fear of dread just driving by the prison to go to the city dump. And that's, it just always terrified me, the thought of going to prison, and now that's what I do, amen? God's always called me to do something bigger than I can handle. And let me say this, this class is no different, this, this subject's no different. Let me say this, I'm not, a, I'm not a master, and I don't, and like I said, we're all beginners here, but I pray every day, amen? That's, that's something I settled years ago, I read my Bible every day. Amen. That's something I settled years ago. Uh, Brother Van Horn, I, I don't claim to be an expert, but I can grab my pocket calendar, Brother Noah, and set aside days for fasting. Amen. I have this year, already this year, and uh, uh, plan to keep on doing that. But man, meditation is something that I have never been able to grasp in the 34 plus years that I've been saved. It's just something that I've struggled to get a handle on. And maybe you, you, you're, you're with me this morning. So hopefully we're, we're all going to learn together. Amen. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm definitely not an expert on this. But I, my heart was stirred. And I'm going to uh, lay another foundation and try again Amen. to get a handle on this thing of meditation. So let's begin uh, this morning with some definitions. Now my go-to uh, Old Testament word study work that I really love is Wilson's Old Testament Word Studies. If you don't have a copy of that, that is a tremendous... I think the thing I like about it is the way it's formatted. It's very easy. It's a very easy book to use. Wilson's Old Testament Word Studies. Now, uh, according to that, the, the original Hebrew word uh, translated into meditate or meditation means to mutter. How about that? Mutter. Uh, I raised two teenagers. I know what muttering is. Say amen right there. Um, it means to mutter. 
It means to uh, make sound with the mouth. So it's an audible thing. And this, this is really what just exploded in my heart and really just got the ball rolling for this lesson. Uh, it implies, get this, this definition, it implies what we express by one talking to himself. I said, hallelujah, I've been meditating for years and didn't even know it, amen? It's talking to yourself. That's what meditation is, speaking to yourself. And maybe sitting here, like I said, I know Baptist folk, and I've been around Baptist folk for over 35 years, even before I was saved, I was a member of a Baptist church. You may be thinking, man, Brother Russell, come on. Can, can meditation really mean talk? Is that what it really means? Well, I want you to go to Gen, or excuse me, Ephesians chapter 5 with me. This will be our first, uh, our first point uh, in, in the uh, outline or the lesson, whatever you want to call it this morning. This is going to be our first point, Ephesians chapter 5, and just holler amen when you get there. Let's read a few verses. We'll begin reading verse number 15, the verse that I read last night. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Somebody read, Brother Van Horn, I'll pick on you. Read the first three words of verse number 19. A little bit louder. Speaking to, Speaking to yourselves. Right? That is the, that is the definition of of meditation. It's talking to yourself. And we see it here, in, and we know this is for the church because this is one of the church epistles. Amen. This is not for the Old Testament prophets. This wasn't for the Hebrews. This is for us and our dispensation. Speaking to yourselves. Now, uh, the first point here is we need to speak to ourselves in songs. Look what he says right here. Speaking to yourselves in Psalms, thank you, Brother Pat, for leading us in Psalms. We, 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 we can check that off, amen. We've been doing that. Uh, we've been speaking to ourselves in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, amen. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Now, let me ask you a question. I want to make sure everybody's awake after our, after our snack. How many of y'all have ever come to church down... Uh, defeated, discouraged. Maybe you come in here on a Wednesday night, you had a horrible day at work. Maybe you come in here on Sunday, your whole week was bad, and you walk in, and maybe Brother Pat get up and crank up a song, and man, you were just uplifted. If that's ever happened to you, raise your hand. That's happened to me, amen? Or, or uh, Brother AP, Associate Pastor, amen? I had a brain... Spent all day with him yesterday, and, and Brother Cornette, is that Cornette? Amen, praise the Lord, I got that right. Brother Cornette, get up, get up to sing, and he is uplifted. So let me ask you this, is, is there power in music? Is there power in spiritual songs? Amen. Uh, the question arises, 
Do you think God is big enough that if I got in solitude and I read some songs to myself, is God not big enough to use that to bless me? Is God not big enough to use that to encourage me? Even in, even in solitude, amen? So he says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Now let me give you a... <clears throat> now let me just make a disclaimer right here. How many... It looks like we've got about 10, maybe 15 people here. Don't all y'all grab a song book and take it home and say, Preacher, I'm going to go home and meditate, Amen. Don't be taking the song books. But hey, I guarantee you could find one on eBay for a couple dollars. Right? I guarantee you could find one on Amazon for a couple dollars, right? Goodwill. Goodwill. You can find him. Meditate. Go. Do what the Bible says. Sing songs to yourself. That's meditation. Amen? Now let's look at a couple more. Let's go to Psalm 1. We'll be in the book of Psalms here for just a little bit. Psalm 1. Let's go to Psalm 1. Look what he says right here. One of my favorite Psalms. I love Psalm 1. Verse number 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he what? What does the word meditate mean? Talking to yourself. In, in his law, the word of God, doth he meditate day and night. I have done that. Again, I've struggled with this thing of meditation. And I'm certainly not an expert in it, Brother Noah, but it is a blessing to sit by yourself and read the Word of God out loud to yourself. Yeah. That is an encouragement. Now, <clears throat> I want to be real careful here, amen. The Bible, the Bible talks about reading. Give attention to reading. And we are to read the Bible. Somebody say amen. Amen. But what does the book of Romans say? Faith cometh by what? Hearing. hearing. And hearing by what? The word of God. Faith cometh by what? Hearing. hearing. What is happening when you're in solitude and you're talking the scriptures to yourself, what's happening? You're hearing. Amen? You are hearing. And what is going to be the result of that? Faith. Amen. So this thing of meditation is sounding pretty good so far. Say amen right there. We're, 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 we're making melody in our heart to the Lord. Our heart is being helped by, by spiritual songs. And now our heart and our faith is being built up because we're talking the scriptures to ourselves and our faith is getting stronger. Sounding pretty good. Let's go to Psalm 4. Psalm 4, uh, <clears throat> not only talk to yourself in songs, talk to yourself in scriptures, talk to yourself about yourself. Talk to yourself about yourself. And man, I could park here for a while, but let, let's look what he says right here. Stand in awe 
and sin not, commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still, Selah. What's he saying? Commune, talk to yourself, commune with your own heart. Let me say this. There's a couple things I want to say here. Hopefully this will open this up to you. My doctor, it's a, the doctor I go to, it's a Christian man and a Christian husband and wife. They're both doctors and they both have a practice there in Statesville. The first time I went, I, I saw the wife. And she had me in the office for over, a, I was going to say two and a half hours. Not only asking me about my health, but she was asking about my childhood and different things. And, and I, my mother, not being disrespectful, just stating a fact, my mother was addicted to prescription medicines. Bad. Okay? I'm not going to go into the whole story, but my home was very dysfunctional in that area. My doctor, her, husband, her father was an alcoholic. She told this story. She said, I got married. And she said, I come in one day, and I parked the car different than I normally parked it. She said, I walked in the door, and all my husband said was, Honey, why'd you park the car like that? But she said, What I heard was, You can't do nothing right. Maybe somebody here, you was raised in a home with somebody that, that had addictions. You can't please them. And, and, you know, it does us good. I've been furloughed from my prison since May. Now, I've been going to some local jails and trying to do some things to, 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 do, to continue to do ministry. Say amen right there. But, man, I've had a lot of time not only to think about the Lord, but I've had a lot of time to meditate and deal with myself. And I have discovered, brother, issues that I have carried with me from my childhood. Amen? That I had never dealt with before. And I want to tell you something, it has revolutionized my spiritual life. It has revolutionized my marriage. Amen? Many times, not only do we fail in knowing God, and I'm talking about Charlie Russell, many times do I not only fail in knowing God, I don't even know myself. Amen? Why do I react the way I do? Why, 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 uh... Do I look at things? Why do I view people the way I view people? And man, I have had time to, 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 to meditate and ask myself some hard questions. And thank God I found some answers. Somebody say amen right there. And so meditation, he says, commune with your own heart. You know, ask yourself, why do I react the way... I react when, when my husband does this and my wife does that and, and the preacher says this and somebody at church looks at me a certain way. Why do I react the way I do? Learn yourself. Learn why you are the way you are. And praise God, if you learn you, why you are the way you are, you can fix the way you are. Say amen right there. 
You can't fix the way you are if you don't understand. So, so learn yourself, amen? Learn yourself. And I, let me say this. Uh, I think being raised in the home that I was raised in has given me a lot of empathy and has given me a lot of compassion. Amen? And I think that's why God has led me in the ministry he led me to. So, so, so talk to yourself in songs. Talk to yourself in Scripture. And talk to yourself uh, about yourself. It says commune with your own heart. Talk to yourself. Get to know yourself. Amen. Talking, they always told me, and I guess it's true, they said it's all right to talk to yourself as long as you don't talk back. Have you heard that? Amen. You start talking back, you don't need a conference, you probably need to get some meds. Somebody say amen right there. Right? Let me give you the last one and I'll, we'll look at our text. And we may get done a little bit early. I think that'll be okay. Amen. Talk to yourself in songs. Talk to yourself in the scriptures. Talk to yourself about yourself. Get to know yourself. Amen. Can I share something? And I, I want to, and I'm not going to spill all my guts this morning, but I went through a period in my life, uh, Brother Pat, for about three and a half years, I woke up angry and went to bed angry. Three and a half years. Almost destroyed my marriage. Almost destroyed uh, my ministry, my kids were pushing further and further away from me, and uh, I called Dr. Uh, Ellis. I said, I don't know if I'm backslid, I don't know if I'm demon-possessed, I don't know what's going on, but I'm taking some time off, and I'm getting to the bottom of this. Amen? Amen? And sometimes you've got to fall back and, and have some serious conversations with yourself. Amen? Praise the Lord. All right. So, let me give you this last one. Talk to yourself about the sovereign. Psalm 46. Let's go to Psalm 46. Psalm 46. Talk to yourself about the sovereign. Verse number 10. He says right here, Psalm 46, verse very familiar passage, I think. Uh, the pastor flashed it up even this morning. Be still and know that I'm God. Talk to yourself about, about the Lord. And I've had this conversation, and if you've been saved any length of time, you've probably had this conversation. You've been backed into a corner, and maybe a financial issue, a health issue, a family issue. And I've had to get in a corner and tell myself, you know, Charlie Russell... God has never let you down before, and He's not going to start now. Amen? Talk to yourself about the Lord. You know, just tell you, you know, there's been times saying, you know, God didn't let Noah down. God didn't let Abraham down. He didn't let Paul down. He didn't let John down. And He's not going to start with me. Amen? Talk to yourself about the Lord. Amen? And I, <laughs> and I am relieved... To learn, not only is it normal, not only is it acceptable, but it is spiritual to talk to yourself. Man, that's a relief off my shoulders. I don't know about anybody else. Amen. Now, let me give you this. Uh, let's go back to our text. And I'll give you three things, and we're, gonna, we're going to uh, stop. Amen. Genesis 24. Let's look at our text. I want you to see right here. 
uh, three things about meditation. Uh, three things about meditation. First of all, meditation must be purposed. It must be purposed. The Bible says, and Isaac went out to meditate. Said nothing about an angel coming to him and saying, Isaac, you need to go meditate. Didn't say nothing about the Lord appearing to him in a vision. Isaac, I want you to go, nothing about a warm feeling. Nothing about tingles. Nothing about goosebumps. Isaac purposed to go out and meditate. It's very rare, and, I, and, I, and I, I, may, I may not get invited back after this statement, but it is very rare that I wake up in the morning and say, Hallelujah, I can't wait to read my Bible. Hallelujah, I can't wait to pray. Most mornings I get up, I live in a cul-de-sac. And we got a two-story house. Most mornings I want to get up and take that alarm clock and throw it out the top floor window of my bedroom and out into the cul-de-sac and go back to sleep. Amen? But it goes back to those two words, spiritual discipline. And meditation, just like prayer, just like Bible study, just like fasting, Meditation is a spiritual discipline. It is something you purpose in your heart that you're going to make time for. Amen? My flesh, can, can I tell you something? My flesh uh, doesn't like for me to humble myself before the... We're, we're the I got this generation. Amen? We are the I got this generation. I got it. And so the flesh, and like you said, the three enemies, the world, the flesh, and the devil, they're going to fight any spiritual discipline that you set your heart to. But again, you got a purpose. Just like you purpose in your heart, you're going to pray. Just like you purpose in your heart, you're going to study the Scriptures. you got a purpose in your heart to fast. You've got a purpose in your heart that you're going to spend time meditating. Um... I think it comes, I hesitate to say this, I think it comes with age, and I think it comes with spiritual maturity. But goosebumps and warm fuzzy feelings start getting few and far between. Can I get a witness? Amen? I love goosebumps. I love... Warm, fuzzy feelings. I love the emotions. But it seems like the farther along you get, I think God understands we don't need that as much as we used to. Amen? So there's got to be purpose. Got to be purpose if we're going to pray, if we're going to have these. And I love the word uh, spiritual discipline. I love that. And, and that's what we got to have. Amen? I looked at, I, I, was, I was doing some searching a good word of, uh, of, for discipline is doing what needs to be done when you don't feel like it. That's what discipline is, amen? And then not only do we see a purpose, but we see a place, amen? Uh, look what he says right here. The Bible says, and he went out to meditate in the field. 
I'm convinced uh, we need a place in our home, amen, where we can meet with the Lord. Anybody see that, that movie that Christian group put out called The War Room? That lady had a walk-in closet. That was her place, amen. Brother Noah, I, uh, I know you're, you're just getting started in the ministry, but I, I, you seem very serious about it. You, you, you tell... You tell Paul Paul Curtis that Brother Russell said he needs to buy you one of these storage buildings, amen? Put it out back, put you a furnace out there, put you an air conditioning. So as a young man, you can learn to have you a, have you a place. You tell Paul Paul I said that, amen? Yeah, tell Paul Paul to get you and the pastor one, amen? Praise the Lord. You tell him it went out all over the internet today that he's going to get you a, a storage where you can have private time with the Lord. But hey... It, it, it's important. We got a place to work on our cars. Ladies have got a place to cook. What's wrong with having a place to get alone to do business with the Lord? It is important. Amen. You say, "Well, I've got a, I've got a small house, or maybe I live in a single wide." You know, I uh, just tell Brother Curtis to buy everybody a building. Amen. <laughs> We're all going to get buildings out of this deal. Amen. But uh, do what you got to do. You know, just kind of joking, but being serious. Uh, if we want something, we'll, we'll whip out the credit card. Say amen. If we want a vehicle, we'll finance that thing for 84 months now. A $92,000 F1150, whatever, right? Is it important enough maybe to put a building on credit card? Boy, it's getting quiet, ain't it? We put what we want on credit card. What about something that'll help us spiritually? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Boy, it's getting quiet, but that's okay. Amen. So there was a designated place and then a designated time. Amen. He said he, Isaac went out to meditate in the field at eventide. Um, one writer said the evening was good because... The work day's done, the supper is over, the dishes are put away, and now it is a good time to sit and meditate. Amen. So, remember these things. It's, it's nothing but speaking to yourself, talking to yourself. Talk to yourself in songs. Get on eBay, go to Goodwill, uh, Craigslist, whatever. Find you a, uh, a hymnal couple bucks, read hymns to yourself, read the scriptures to yourself, talk to yourself about yourself, amen, talk to yourself about the sovereign, talk to yourself about the Lord, it does you good, I've learned in the Christian life every once in a while just to go down memory lane and just talk to the Lord about all he's done for you and what you want to go through and remember, it, you got to be purposed, you need to have a designated place and you need a designated eventide. You know, I, I was just sitting here thinking I, uh, I doubt this is the Holy Spirit bringing this to mind but just kind of what I was saying. We've got so many words in our vocabulary now that we used to not have. Who, who in the 70s and 80s and 90s ever heard of a man cave? 
a man cave. Or this new thing, a she shed. A she, you may have ever heard of a she shed. Well, the wife, she said, well, you got a man cave. I'm going to have me a she. There's actually a commercial where, where uh, the woman she shed has burnt down and she's calling them. She said, by she shed, maybe some of y'all have seen that commercial. And, and I know I'm, I'm joking, but in, in a way I'm being serious. What would be wrong with having a God shed? Or a God cave? Somebody help me out. Amen. Instead of having a place to go and watch ESPN and, 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 and waste time many times, having a place in our home or maybe having a little building out back where we could go and meet with the Lord. Amen. I've got a place and I've and, uh, got a little room off to the side of my house there. And buddy, I think it's important. Have that designated place, that designated time, and do it with purpose. Put it in your schedule. Amen. Well, praise the Lord, I'm done, and we're about six minutes early. Let me take the microphone for recording. I thought the man had passed out back there. He's still awake. I want to include just some closing thoughts on the, uh, the video for those that are watching or will watch later because some are. We've had some extremely helpful practical teaching this morning on these two spiritual disciplines of fasting and meditation. And, uh, of course, I guess I could have said this without the video, but I have, I want to just give an example. This just crossed my mind. I mean, we kind of, you, you said the other day, sometimes we put ourselves out there a little bit to try to teach these things. In the last month of my life, maybe a little over a month, um, in the practice of the two things you've heard today. And I want, to illustrate, I want to illustrate them in this. The practice of the two things you've heard today. In the last month and a half of my life, I have lost over 10 pounds in a healthy way, I, I feel, as far as I know. I've lost over 10 pounds, and I have probably filled up three of these prayer journal books. And, and what I'm saying is that... Is, blesses my heart to see a real-life example of less of me and more of God. And that's what the result of these things, that's what it is, that's what we're after. Now, I don't intend to lose 10 pounds every month. That has to taper off at some point. But I've purposed over these weeks to do some things that would fit my heart and mind for this conference. I wanted to be able to have God, not just this week, but leading up to it. And it's been a blessing to be able to do that. And I think when you boil both of these things down to the motive behind them, it's what we've been saying all week. The motive behind these spiritual disciplines is to get more of God, to be full of God. And uh, there's just some great side effects that come with that. Uh, I know you just talk about them side effects, people taking medicine. Nathaniel got his uh, medicine for pain or something from after his last procedure and I was in the kitchen and he was reading the uh, warning on the side of it to me and it was this long list of all this stuff all the way down to could cause death and he's like I've survived all this and now they're going to give me medicine that could kill me you know but the side effects of these things and I'll speak to this a little more tonight in the opening of the service 
but you get a little preview. There are those, even in the history of Christianity, who have practiced this stuff to an extremism that was unhealthy and not what God called us to do. Um, we, we have to bring balance to this to, to say that there are good ways and wholesome ways to do this in which God will bless and we will experience more of God. I, I just love Brother Charlie, and I, I, sent you a, I sent Brother Charlie a picture of this note. So this is my Monday night prayer for revival Bible that I would always bring in here and put devotions in, and this got sticky notes all through it, and I found out that can be dangerous because if you leave them in there a long time and then you go to take them off, you rip Bible pages, but... I've left this one in here. I spoke about meditation one night in a prayer for revival on Monday night. And just that verse, Psalm 19, uh, verse 14, Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And uh, I thank, Brother Charlie, uh, for your introduction of, 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 of being, quote, new to this. Uh, certainly you have demonstrated that you know more of this than you let on. And there's nothing about this that's supposed to be complicated, but it does take practice. If you don't practice these things, you won't get better at them. And there was so much said in that that I think will help some people that will watch that video. But I probably stirred some questions in your heart just as the fasting lesson did. And so I hope you're writing those things down. We're going to transition now. Uh, and, and I wanted to say this in the video for those who maybe have not heard that this is how we're closing out each morning and evening. We're going to transition to a time of prayerful, reflective, reflective prayer and meditation. So you have sat this morning and you've heard a, a devotion on prayer or on holiness. You've heard a lesson on fasting and a lesson on meditation. And we want to close out with, uh, with some music just playing so you can quietly sit and reflect on that. And, and I just thought the questions that I shared last night would be good just to read one more time. What did God say to you this morning? Did you get a word from God this morning? What did, what did he say to you? And, and you can write that down. And what does God need to hear from you this morning? Before you leave this place, what does God need to hear from you? What is the heart of God communicating to you that he wants? And then just be willing to not only pray through that, but maybe write that down so you can go back and reflect on it later on and uh, consecrate this moment uh, today to the Lord. And so let's go into that time of prayer now. And then when you're done... You can feel free to, to leave and we'll see you this evening.